What is up, nerds? Steve here with Sack Incorporated to remind you to follow us on the social media platforms. That's right, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us there at Sack Incorporated. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching for Sack Incorporated and pressing that sweet, sweet little button. And don't forget to send us emails at sackingpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts, your comments, questions, concerns, neuroses, and psychoses. Give us your opinion on things we've talked about previously, or give us suggestions for topics to talk about in the future. That's sackingpodcast at gmail.com. I don't think you'd ask us to do it. Like, no, whatever you want, Steve, because you, my best friend, my best friend, I can do that. I can be spontaneous. I can do this. All right, welcome to Sack Up, the YOLO edition. This is uh, I'm Steve. I'm Addison, and I'm Ken. And uh, we're just we're doing something different today, different from the structure that we usually have. We're just going to throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks in an effort to find our place within the podcast continuum. <laughs> well, what do you, I mean, big There's things. no structure. What are we going to do? Well, we can, <laughs> I'm so scared. If you want to talk about Charlie Hebdo, we can, but it's yeah. sort of par for the course for radical Islam. Like, it's a tragedy, but yeah. they've always, their number one claim has always been to be the enemy of democracy and especially free speech, so this was just going to happen. Well, the interesting thing about about is it Charlie Hebdo or is it like Charlie like Charlie Hebdo or something like It French? is Charlie Hebdo it's but straight up but Charlie Hebdo No yeah, well you can no you can say it in English right you can say it in English it's Charlie Hebdo Okay so the thing I'm is, sure it's like there's a, if you frenchify it I'm sure it's like Charlie Hebdo or something like that and I'm sorry all our french listeners for yeah. ruining your phrase but um I the thing that I've seen a lot more from this than I have I think the other cuz cuz I think the issue so they, they essentially they were talking about Muhammad, right? They didn't well, they they, were they tweeted a they picture were, they were Muhammad. They were bashing. They were yeah, making a comic, bad. just like happened in Denmark when Theo Van Gogh got fucking gutted by some fucking idiot. It's the same shit. Yeah. And so so they were parrying Muhammad and or parrying Muhammad and uh, they got their office got attacked. So the thing that I'm finding interesting about this is that there is a lot I'm seeing a lot more articles now about people um people saying that you know it sucks that that they got shot up but they shouldn't have criticized muhammad well, no it's just, and again that is the same shit that happened after the danish cartoons like it freedom of speech especially concerning religion and especially especially concerning islam has turned into like you can say what you want but you have to respect religion and what they mean is you have to fear it Right? There's yeah. no other religion on the earth that's going to come at you with a gun or gut you for parodying Jesus or Abraham, right? Yeah. Only Islam. So the only ones who are going to do that. I so. suppose we don't. I don't think there are enough Scientologists quite yet for that to happen. Take but it there, but yeah. to get there, but well, one, but one day. They just have money, so they yeah. will sue you. <laughs> and they're, they will, they will yeah. pursue legal means. Yeah. They, as and opposed to extra judicial violence. The thing about Islam is that, like, it's. Um, it's it's 
like Scientology is not a violent religion, and it's is, not a religion either. But well, yeah, it's but, a science fiction cult. But like Scientology doesn't have like extremists that are as I think as vocal. Every or as religion has extremists everywhere. The, the yeah. only difference is that extremists in Islam will kill you. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it seems like Islam has more extremists. And the thing well, is, it's because like, they have state it's, actors it's because, that are extremists. Well, it's because they have no fear of dying. Right, like they believe that yeah. by doing this, yeah, act... they're the only people who are actually true to what their religion says. Where it's like every religion is eschatological. You want to die because supposedly there's some great paradise that lies after your death. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't see Christian suicide bombers and stuff because what do they have to lose? Yeah, they're going to heaven, right? Well, well I think well, it's because of the cultures. Obviously, like Western civilization, our culture, mostly you know American based, even European, it's very like. Yeah, you're going to go to heaven, but suicide is a terrible thing. Well, only in right? Catholicism. Well, Catholicism, but I feel like that that kind of mentality may not be like written word in Protestant you know, for Protestants, but it's still that premise like suicide, doing bad things gets you out of heaven, you know, and this is, would be considered a bad no, thing. all you have to do is say, I believe in God right before you die and you're going to heaven. It depends on which religion. <laughs> and I repent of. my sins. Yeah. Either way. That's the important thing. I murdered 20 people. Oh, I'm sorry, Jesus. Okay. That's, I mean, that's the hardcore view, but that's not the more, that's not the mainstream view. In yeah. Western culture. So, whereas I feel like in Islam, you know, the hardcore Islam view or the mainstream Islam view is to be more hardcore. Maybe, I mean, the thing is, the overgeneralization. But... There, there are Muslim moderates, right? There are yeah. people who They're... exist within Western society, as Muslims would say, you know, actually, no, I don't think that these people represent my religion. Yes. But they don't do anything active to stop them, right? <laughs> like, all they do is say no. Yeah. Well, it's also like, you know, I'm. You know, I may be a hardcore, you know, whatever, Catholic or Christian, but I have a really nice job and I live in pretty much decent luxury. So, you know, whereas I feel like a lot of people who live in the Middle East, a lot of people that follow Islam are well, yeah, very poor, they're very oppressed. They ridden. really have nothing to lose, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, and that's, and that's and so, one of the big reasons why the Taliban tries to enforce poverty as a discipline, because they know that they can get more people to join the cause if they have nothing to lose. Heaven's looking pretty good if I'm hung- if I'm starving and I'm hungry and I'm like sick. Heaven's looking pretty good right now and if they're telling me I can get into heaven by, <laughs> you know, killing some heathens, it's like, you know, and you're not educated and you know any better. So. I had the same conversation with uh, a Palestinian guy who used to work at my work for some reason. I remember that guy. Yeah, that like, him, yeah. that's one way to do it but you will never win. Like, oh, every sure. time that, that someone makes you, someone pays $5 for your son to go shoot at an American convoy in Afghanistan, like, you are just reinforcing the fact that either, A, you don't want to win, that you just want to create chaos. <laughs> for the, chaos's sake. Yeah. Just to watch the world Like, burn. it's, I don't know. I, I understand that viewpoint, but it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't seem like it would serve still. No. Anyone who says Islam's a religion of peace, like... You're either lying, <laughs> yeah. or the the majority of the people who well, live in and I was the Middle about, East are disagreeing with you. I was about to touch on that too because I think it was Christopher Hitchens that debated that during um, Ramadan. Yeah, and he said, and the, the fundamental question was: Is Islam a religion of peace, mm-hmm. overarching? And the thing is, is that you hear a lot of differing accounts. Like people say, um, people say, like, yes, it's a religion of peace. It's about loving your fellow man. But then there's other people, and I haven't read the Quran, so I don't, I don't, I don't know, but. Um, but there, there seem to be a lot of people who are doing these suicide bombings and stuff, quoting things like, you know, the Prophet Muhammad said, if you, if he who criticizes the Prophet, kill him. Like, well, yeah, there's a whole sect of Islam called Salafism that's really popular in Saudi Arabia that is just that. 
Like, it's it's super easy to make the Quran violent because it was born in a time of violence, right? Yeah. It was a political book, but someone started putting angels in there, and now you have a religion from some peasant farmer with epilepsy. Like, yeah, as all religions start. Well, usually. I mean, regardless of what you believe, like, Islam is the youngest of the actual religions, right? It came out in like 600 BC or something. Or uh, 600 AD mm-hmm. in the Middle East, like, and it was born of a time when the the Middle East was still trying to figure itself out. You still had tribes slaughtering each other, and which is no different from the Old Testament. But yeah, I mean, you see that with all religious, you know, texts, I right? Don't they know all that Confucianism ever, but it's happens. not a religious text or ancestor worship, or I, or I guess there are no religious, there are no religious texts to that. that either. <laughs> the um, I, I think um. What was I gonna say? That uh, fuck, it's gone. Take the reins, boys. I'm lost. Um, well, comedy interlude. Oh, okay, never mind. I was, I know, it was something about um, the fact that Islam's not a religion. Oh, there's violence in the Old Testament. Oh yeah, yeah there's, there's totally violence in the Old Testament. It's genocide. Yeah, yeah. like it's and wiping out whole tribes. Yeah, and there's genocide. So, and like a lot of people for the longest time, when they um, like like who when they base their laws on biblical laws. They would, um, you know, they would stone a woman if she committed adultery. You can pull whatever you want out of the Bible. Yeah, you can find enough phrases or enough translations to alter phrases to get whatever you want out of it. Yeah, it's too old, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not only is it old, but like we, everyone reads the Bible through like translation, right? So not only do you have like just ancientness with it; it's old. It's based on an outdated times. And you have people translating it, so the words are being. You know, no, I'm not saying that. No, the, I know what you're the, saying. They're translating incorrectly, but the, they're, they're just but something. But they probably are translating well, they're, incorrectly. They're, there's just some things that aren't one to one, you know? No. Like some words, yeah, there's not there's, an exact translation yeah, Hebrew to English. Tra- translate Schadenfreude for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, like eventually, like, you know, so then, so not only do you have, like, A, it's based on really old text, B, it's been, you know, passed down from time to time, you know, C, people, A, like, you know, not, I'd skip from A to C and back to C, but you have. You know, the church has been modifying these texts, and then you have translations on them, so you can just see kind of how something can get so distorted over time. Well, that's fine for the Bible, but the Quran is unalterable. Like, if you change the Quran, they'll kill you for it. They, but they, they had claim to it's the it. last book. Did they? It's still in the same Arabic well, that it was yeah. written in. Oh, really? Yeah. You, there's a version of Arabic that is just for learning the Quran, just for reading and speaking, like, you know, like. I was just more pointing out the the fact that you know the Quran's a violent text, or you can read violence in the Quran, but there's also violence in the Bible. Well, no, yes. the, the real problem ends up being that Islam is like a crowdsourced religion almost, because there's the Quran, which is this primary text, and then there's the Hadith, which are just people who said this is law now. Like when you allow any Muslim scholar to just say, "Well, this is this is acceptable under Quranic law" or whatever. You are allowing so much human interpretation, so much imperfect interpretation of a claimed perfect text. I don't know how anyone in their right mind could possibly believe that that would lead to a good thing. Yeah. Or, or a positive outcome. Like, I don't know. It's, they they hate free speech. They always have. Yeah. Extremists, anyways. And this, this whole notion of, um, the, this entire notion of, well... It's like you posted that article, and that's where I, I was. Re- I was reading that that, ex- that extremist cl- Muslim cleric who was in like, London, they yeah. shouldn't have fucking criticized the Quran. Like the idea that that like 
by criticizing someone's religion, it's okay due to religious freedom for that person to kill you is fucking. Uh, it's absurd. not okay oh, due it's... to religious freedom. The problem is these Muslim thought, especially extremist thought, claims that there is no law above the Quran, above God. Yeah. So they don't have to care, right? Because they, they don't believe in really following the law anyway. It's just you made fun of the prophet, you're going to die for it. Mm-hmm. You can't live in a society like that, though. Like, they don't want multiculturalism. They want the Ottoman Empire back, where if you aren't a Muslim, you pay your jizya tax that is all of your money just for the the wonderfulness of being able to live under Muslim rule. Like, they, they want the old days back worse than Mussolini wanted the Roman Empire. Yeah. Worse than Hitler wanted the glory days of Germany. They all want it. They want it real bad. And they will kill people to get it, but you they won't win. No. Because the moment that they kill 12 people in a journalist's office, they have set, like, once again, the entire world against them. Yep. They yeah. are making yeah. enemies of everyone. Yeah. They're, showing, they're showing the pictures of all the people in, like, Paris and France just, like, meeting up at having at all the, the, the triumph. Yeah, and seriously, <laughs> there's so many people there. Like, kind of puts America to shame a little bit at times. Although we're very Well, the thing is, apart, we but, had one. Yeah. We had one big one, and it started a war. I'd say we fucking yeah. win. It's hard. It's it, once you have something that bad, like if there is like when the, and and the thing is, is that there are small like when there are small incidents like you know sh- like uh, mass shootings and stuff like um, Boston the, Marathon, kind yeah, of shit. Boston Marathon bombings, um, the shootings in Connecticut. Um, I never heard about that. The, the, the school, the school, the school shootings. It's not religiously ago. motivated. There's I'm just talking about mass shootings. In okay, general. that has nothing to do with religion. Well, but what I'm getting at is, is his point of um, about how France puts America to shame. About like I'm just saying that like like we we have mass people when those shootings come out or when shootings happen or there's there's a catastrophe we have people come out but it, it's never on the scale of 9/11 because 9/11 was so huge but well, yeah. it, like the 12 people dead in France the world yeah, yeah 12 <laughs> people dead in France is a lot of people dead in France because they I mean you don't hear about a lot of mass violence or anything over there mostly it was just so. the image of all those people in one place and that's just something we can't do because we're not centralized like that whereas like the majority of the majority of the French population are like they are in Paris you know? and, and we're also regions. like a hundred times larger than France and everyone can be like let's France all... is a state <laughs> I know we can be like let's go to the Arc de Triomphe and everyone's like okay like I'm sure if everyone, everyone was like, to DC yeah, yeah let's all go to Washington like I'm pretty <laughs> sure that let's meet at the Washington everyone would monument explode, all 300 million we would shut down the country yeah but um I don't know. It's it's really unfortunate and it's bullshit. And every time, and like you said, they every time they fucking do shit like this, it, and it's it's unfortunate because it is a small group of people. I mean, I don't know how small it is. <laughs> well, it's still like it's a, a percent. It's yeah. a small percent. It's the Tea Party of you know the, Islam. of Islam that's setting everyone against Islam. The Islam Party. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that, well, that's not. There's no party system in Islam. It's Islam or bust. So <laughs> I can't. You know, I can't wait for the day when that isn't a problem, but we won't live to see it. No, so. we won't. Yeah, we won't. It's, it's just very unfortunate seeing how hard, like, like how adamant people are to raise their children religiously. Oh. We won't see that. We we may never see that. Well, we won't see that until like. Well, there are more and more, you know, sort of agnostic or atheist people you know at least report at least as reported in you know very census reports yeah you know every te- you know every decade so it's just kind of a eventually you know it's just well, a, that, it's just a all that thing. all that is going to do is make sure that there is an even bigger conflict with religious states in the future because yeah. with like when america is majority atheists oh those sweet days and <laughs> those halcyon days in the future <laughs> like 
I think you're gonna see more attacks, and you're gonna see more of us having to be like, okay, well, we can't let a state sponsor terrorism anymore. I guess and sanctions are fine, but we need to destroy them. Well, I was in the center, and I feel like my voice was spiking this thing up. So. You're right. It evens out in this voice when we equalize it. That's everyone was talking at once, so yeah, no, when no. more than two people talk at once, it spikes super high. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. He was talking about the Halcyon days oh, of the future well, where yeah. atheists will rule the world. I, I, well, I would like to think that America. atheism doesn't become its own version of religion, right? No, it doesn't. I would just think that, in general, I think <laughs> we should get to the point where we just don't care. You, you want to believe in whatever as long as you don't infringe on whatever I believe. Yeah. So I, I would like to think that as long as that middle gets starts getting extremely large, like I think there is an outlet for there not to be violence because even though you have less... Basically, the people that are religious will be more and more concerned, right? The hardcores will be the ones that are constantly sustaining the hardcore religion, you'd like to think that in the middle we wouldn't antagonize them. but like, oh, you guys are well, stupid not, and you believe is, in false it's things. It's not about whether we antagonize them or not. It's about whether they go... Like, when you're starting to feel marginalized like that, you strike back. So hardcore extremists in the Middle East decided, well, actually, we, we need to see change. Everyone's becoming too moderate, mm. right? Taliban, Al-Qaeda, Yemen. <laughs> you know, like... It's, I don't know. It'll it'll figure itself out. It always does. They yeah. can't win, and we will. We just have to wait for it. Well, and I mean, it's not that we won't see a day. I think where Islam is like wiped off the planet or anything. Well, it's but not even what Islam anyone's asking be. for. It's we're asking for Islam to to make the same concessions that Christianity and every other fucking religious had to make and become modern. Yeah. You can't live in six hundred A.D. anymore. Like yeah. you. We, even, the, even the Mormons let black people in, I'm just saying. Eventually. Yeah. Slowly, <laughs> only, like 30 years well, ago. And, and it only took until 1960 for the Catholic Church to say, actually, no, all Jews aren't at fault for the death well, of Jesus. it was last Jesus. year that like, the Catholics were like, we're kind of okay with gay people. Yeah. Kind of. Well, sure. you understand, and, and, though, that and, and, Pope I know, Francis I, is I, having to make a huge amount of, like, slide back from fucking Ratzinger oh, Nazi Pope. Yeah. <laughs> trying to turn it around, like... Yeah, so, interesting well, fact. Like, did you know that... Um, the Pope is as the head of Vatican City voting against Turkey joining the EU because if Turkey joins the EU they can't have a platform that says the EU is a Christian uh, state really entity. well not yeah, yeah entity, entity yeah. yeah I didn't know the EU was Coalition. a Christian entity are you talking about the EU or the UN the EU, EU. really yeah most, it is almost, almost all of those countries are but, are but Turkey a large, I mean there, there's a lot of Christians in Turkey but a large portion are Islamic well, no, Turkey's right. 99.9% Islam. I was under the impression that they're... No, they are an Islamic state. Yeah. They're not... They're a bit more moderate than everyone else. Like, they're okay enough that people would consider letting them into the EU, but they are still a majority Muslim state, which is fine. And they actually do pretty good against terrorism there. But, you know, the Pope wouldn't, won't have that, so... God forbid. It's always about power. It's what it comes down to. Yep. That's the weird thing is like, so I, I on the whole, like, I like the new Pope. I hate um, him. Why? Because he's the Pope. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> he, it's, a, it's a human being that's claiming to be infallible. That's completely unacceptable. In he's the not claiming to be. No, he was, by people, being people Pope, think he is. by being Pope, you are claiming that you are an infallible mouthpiece of God. That's Unacceptable. True. That's true. Completely ridiculous. But I think that as the infallible mouthpiece of God, he's doing a, a pretty good job at bringing the marginalized people more into the center and, and kind of Who? unifying people. 
I mean, the gays for one, right? Like, like people who are homosexual, like he's, he's been better about being like, you know, as long as you love, love God, it doesn't matter who you love in the bedroom. Right. He's like, I can't wait as long as you're a Christian on the street, you can be whatever you want in the sheets. I can't wait to see the first gay deacon of the church. Oh, wait. That will never happen. Well, not publicly There's gay. No. There were a lot of gay Well, of course. But... There's a lot of fucking pedophiles in the Vatican that they're shielding from prosecution. Yeah, there's that. But... Well, peop- they that came out in the WikiLeaks cables. I don't know if you ever read that before. but How long ago? When mm-hmm. WikiLeaks cables got So, like, leaked. three or four years ago? Yeah. When the Murphy uh, Committee was investigating charges of pedophilia in the Archdiocese in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Because the person who wrote to the Vatican wrote to the Pope as the head of the religion instead of the head of the state, they just never responded. They're like, yeah, no. The Vatican never responded? Mm-hmm. Even Interesting. That. And that's the power that they feel that they wield. Yeah. Being a, like, 100% Catholic, super small country that has more wealth than, like, most countries. <laughs> well, I'd have to do some independent, like, research on that. But I just feel like the, the things that I see the Pope saying are are good he's, or it's, he's it's, it's very progressive and i like he's that. a very liberal pope but he mm-hmm. is still the pope he has one agenda and that is ensuring the dominance of the catholic church on the religious scene which they don't dominate but not anymore yeah thank god for that except islam dominates it now i mean if you take christianity as a group it's still largest true and but, then the mormons are fastest growing well they're or there something right. like that. Oh, when you start, when you start from zero, like, you only have huge growth, you know? Is Islam still the largest, the fastest growing religion in the world? I don't know. I honestly don't care. Oh. I thought it was Be like Islamic Islam. if you want. Just the moment you raise up a gun to air quotes defend your faith, I hope I'm there to raise a gun against you. So. Yeah. And people get, like, really weird about... It's interesting, the whole defend your faith thing. Like, like I went to Chandler Dilbert for several years, to, like, where I was studying music, and um, it's very Mormon... It's in a very Mormon area, and there's a lot of Mormon people. I don't know if you guys know this, but, like, at community college, there's a lot of Mormon people. Because, uh, especially, like, the guys... um, Because of missionaries. Yeah, because they're they're leaving on their mission. They leave on their missions when they're 18 or 19, so they try to get a little bit of schooling in before they leave. And then they usually, they get their their call, their missionary call. You want to talk about a crazy religion. Mormonism is that's some Mormon. wacky, well, wacky shit. No, but like, Mormonism is like I mean, Scientology, like you said, is not a, is not a religion. It's but I posted this before. Mormonism club. is crazy, but if you think about it, like I'm sure you know when the Jews were dominating everybody and they're the primary religion. All of a sudden, like Christianity pops up, and some guys like, yeah, man, his name Jesus is like he's he's the boss, and you know we all need to worship him. He's the new prophet, and here's the New Testament. You know, because like obviously, like they're like, wait, we already have our Bible. No, here's the new portion of it. So he's coming up with his own stuff, and then, you know, I, I can almost see, like, how, even right now, like, we treat, or we view Mormonism almost probably how the Jews treated Christianity. Like, what is this? You're so weird. This is so different. <laughs> but they're, 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 like, they're like, wackadoo No, 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 no. Weird, I, I, like... I agree with what you're saying. I think there is, like, like the really deep down inside what they believe in is just, like, there's just some crazy thoughts there. But I'm just saying the way they have... They have a lot of Catholic principles because it's the way grow your children. You know, they have like have large families to expand the faith, right? Keep have it insular. A, have one year's of food for every person in your house yes. in a special cupboard. Yeah, yeah. it's just for the for, coming apocalypse. They've got weird stuff in there, but basically, yeah, it just sounds to me like some. You know, I don't even know Malcolm. Is name Malcolm Smith or Joseph? Joseph Smith. Smith. I don't know, whatever Malcolm, Malcolm Smith. Smith. The, the self-proclaimed third prophet. Fuck yeah. That. So, well, so just, but that's what I'm saying. He, he became a third prophet. He came. He's like, I am a third prophet. I postulate all this stuff. This is what the new prophet 
Prophet has said, and then someone bought into it, and enough people bought into that. It's well, growing. enough people who wanted to have multiple wives bought into it. They no. fought their way for, west. <laughs> for whatever reason you bought into it, I'm just saying, they bought into it now. It's become to a point where enough people believe it in that it's now insulated. So, like, no matter what we think, it's going to exist now. Like, it's yeah. not going to be stamped out. If you, and, if you read Christopher Hitchens' seminal work, God is Dead... God is not great. God is not great. God is dead. It's like a Nietzsche book. (laughs) Sorry. But if you read Christopher Hitchens' seminal work, um, God is not great, he actually talks about the Mormon religion because he talks about all the religions. And Joseph Smith was a verified charlatan who was sued in court for for rooking people out of their money. If if you take the stance that... claiming that he had godlike powers. Right. If you take the stance that you don't really believe in religion, isn't every single thing, every single one of these religions based themselves off is just some kind of crazy ramblings of a madman? You know, if if you think of just the premise Well, every religion is based off the fundamental fear of of Of, humans, of of death. death, basically. And the unknown. The the desire for power and the ability... the ability to claim falsely that you are the progenitor of morality and not just human being decency like yeah it's it's a it's a it, you know there a one part religion is is part you know discovery of the uh, help helping people with their fears of the unknown of death and on, on the other hand also a way to to create society you know at least initially right because to create community right community not society but initially because you know back in those times when everything is scary to you and you don't understand there is no technology it's like you want to believe you want to know you want to feel something and so it's understandable why all these things came about oh yeah but I'm just saying like I don't know I actually had a similar discussion with Claire about this and I'm not sure I believe that because people were forming communities way before there was a religion when people that's why decided, I don't, well, that's I don't why want I to move with the herd anymore. I want to grow shit in the ground. Like there well, wasn't a religion. Well, that's back why then. I think. I, that's why I think it's not just community, right? It's on top of community. It's it's that, and it's so easy to meld, you know, really, like superstition with community to make it even stronger, right? Like what? Yeah. yeah it's like, there's one thing to have your your community be formed on the basic needs of of survival, right? That's everyone's basic need. But once that base need goes away, you know, you've got food, you've got shelter, right? Then it's kind of the Pyramid. I forgot this guy's name is already. Oh, the pyramid. Hierarchy of needs. The hierarchy of right. needs. Yeah, Maslow's Maslow, hierarchy. Right, of needs. and so, <laughs> so oh, boom. <laughs> so you know, so eventually there's going to be a point where, like, if you start adding in religion to sway the fears of the unknown and death, then you can really start, you know, making this society, this community, into a society. I'm not saying it's based on the right thing. That's. But. It's just the greatest shame that science had to come so far later. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the only reason religion has such a fucking foothold is it came first. It well, of course. Well, well, just just think about science versus religion. Religion is literally. We are just talking about how all these Bibles, all these holy texts, are based off. Like, if you really like take a step back and think about it, they're basically like the ramblings of a madman yeah. for like all of them. Yeah. You know, so like I'm all, trying all to codify on. An oral history that's existed for how long and changed yeah. how many yeah, it's, times. Yeah, so like, if you think about it, well, of course, it's a lot easier to just ramble and make stuff up and you'd be like, well, you know, the lightning up there has got to be Zeus because yeah. lightning, guys, you there know. Are, there are genies in the desert. Yeah, they so. <laughs> well, that's the it's thing so much is, easier like, to do that than because science, uh, science is fact, you know? And science is, and the thing is, one, science is so much harder like than religion, too, because, like, because like well because it requires proof, Under- it requires it requires proof, proof and, and understanding and, yeah and with religion i mean Evidence. like people were asking the big question the, from pretty much the moment they stopped being afraid of the fact that they could be killed at any second 
at any moment of any day, people started asking the really big question, which is, what's after this? What happens when I die? And, like, before science could... Before they even thought about science, they thought about, like... Before they even thought about, like, how does how does the tree grow? They thought about what happens when I die. Well, and some but guy was like, there's space bowls up there. Yeah, like, well, that's logical, right? Yeah. Why would... You know, once again, that survival is your primal instinct is survival. So, of course, your whole goal in life initially is to survive so you're wondering what's next it's the scary part because if you yeah. know that what's next is not good then you're going to change your actions you know yeah you're going to try to live forever good old uh, coercion through fear well and religion's that's that's well that's day. why religion will probably never ever truly go away no. because people we don't know what's on the well we do you kind of know what's on the other side of death, but people are still worried about it and it scares them and so because there's fear of death there's always going to be the need to want to latch on to something that says no no it's okay when you die it's going to be great yeah and then, and that's, won't that's be terrible. Say. Like it will, it, it it ideally it will get to a place where everybody fucking practices whatever they want, as long as it doesn't hurt other people, as long as you're not sacrificing babies or anything like that. You can, you, and you, like you can just be in your home and praise whatever god you want. I to. wish it would just be restricted to the home. That would change everything that would be here lovely, right yeah. now. But it'll never fucking happen. Yeah. But the, but like Ken said, like people will always be afraid, no matter how advanced we get, unless we get the definitive answer. Of what we don't even after need to die. get a definitive answer because we can just find a way to live forever and not have to worry about it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the one I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting until I can become a dragoon and just be like put inside my in like in, my like infinity pod. I am Ken. <laughs> I am from AD two oh one four. I am forever. That would be the dream, right? And then you just sacrifice your life to fucking a dune and ire. <laughs> no, I would just be in my dragoon. My life for ire. I would just do whatever I wanted because I would be. <laughs> I would live forever. I would just have my pursuits. There'd have to be there have to be a cost though. Like you would, would have be. to you would have to like give up your life for ire or something in order to be put in the dragoon stasis. Well, pod. I would just uh, they would put. I imagine if they were gonna go for a way like a mechanical way to make you live forever, it would literally just be they put your brain in like a humanoid android, right? Yeah, that's you know how that works already and everything. If someone wanted to like enslave me for life and to do that for me, I'm here for you. Yeah, Let me a dragoon know. stasis doesn't come cheap. <laughs> like I will be Bill Gates' robot bodyguard for, for the rest of eternity. His tomb will have one man walking back, and it will be me. My life for Gates. Mm. And then you can just spend the rest of your life thinking. That's all I want to do. I just don't yeah. want to ever have a halt to my ability to experience and to feel because that shit's awesome. Yeah, that was the one thing. Everything. I've thought about, like, what if I were ever in, like, a, a position, like, if I were, like, crippled or something like that. And I was, and I was like, the, the most positive thing that would come out of that would be the fact that I could forever focus on thinking. Right? Like, I could just, I could, like, if I was, like, paralyzed or something, I could just read. I could watch, like films i can how think. you still have to have a job and all the normal shit you do uh, right no, now it just sucks going around <laughs> so you're like i'll become a welfare vampire just so i can i, I mean if someone's paralyzed like from like the neck down or something okay that's, i thought you just meant you know you have the ability to wheel yourself well i mean yeah something. well if i yeah if i was paralyzed from the from like the, the waist down i could still be a computer scientist and stuff but I mean, I, I knock on wood. I hope that never ever happens to me because I love walking. And jokes on and, you, this table isn't wood. Oh, <laughs> there might not be any wood in this apartment whatsoever. The studs behind. Knock on big wood. Um, but I, I have thought about that. I was like, the only, the, the most positive thing would be that I, that I can just turn 
like focus on my mind. Like that's what um, Stephen Hawking did, right? Like he had this debilitating disease. Well, he was already like incredibly genius. genius, but he was. Well, hey, he was a genius that ended up. Are you saying I'm not? I'm <laughs> saying that you are not Stephen. Hawking. I'm saying yeah, no. that you can internalize all you want, but I don't think you're gonna be like I'm Steve. In Hawking. I'm crippled Steve. <laughs> I'm crippled Steve Hawking's now. Well, but he, yeah, but he was obviously already a genius. But he took that when he when he was fit, when he faces disease, like he essentially said, "I'm not going to fucking let this kill me. I'm just going to continue to focus on my mind and keep my mind sharp." And he did. Yeah, and he true. is now a god. He's got a movie about him. God. Yeah, he will live on forever. I want to see a couple that movie. Of them. Yeah, I want to see. The well, he's movie. got a new movie. Yeah, this one I've seen on Netflix. There's a lot of good science movies that came out in the last year like about scientists there was there is the Stephen Hawking one there's the Turing one Imitation Game I really want to see that and there's a third one too that I think was about um I don't know which I don't know which scientist it was about I want to say it was like someone who was big in technology or something like that like well they have a bunch of Steve Steve Jobs fucking movies no that was fucking awful I did see that but he's not really a scientist there's there's another one coming in did you know that a Steve Jobs well, movie? Ashton yeah. Kutcher. I hope, I hope it's... Well, okay, so Ashton Kutcher did a great job as Steve Jobs. Like, he actually, like, really imitated him very well. And they got a lot of things right in that movie, but they cut out a lot of shit. Like, well, because it was meant to be... It wasn't like a, a biography piece. It was a, let's Hollywoodize well, his life. It was a biopic, though. They specifically said, like, it's a biography movie, except that they, they get to the, to the part where he returns to Apple. Which is when shit really took off for him. Like, like, he leaves Apple, and then they're like, oh man, we drove, like, our only creative genius out, and we fucking are, we're horrible, like, we, we suck at well, running a company. we were at $10 a star. Yeah, and they called him back in, like, please save our company. Because he actually, um, they skipped the whole thing about him. He leaves Apple. He starts Next, and, I think it was Next, and turns that into a multi-million dollar company. Well, I and then it was after, Pixar. He went to DreamWorks. No. Oh, Pixar. Yeah, he started next, the, and the using two. the money from that, he invested in Pixar. And then he went back to um, Apple. To Apple because they begged him to come back, and that was when the innovation started, just pouring. And that was when the iPod happened. And that was like all of like all that stuff, the MacBook. And they skipped all of that. Like, they skipped the part where he basically pulls the Tony Stark and gets all of his shit taken away from him, but this starts a new company and competes with his old company. And then, I don't know, it just made me really mad. I was really disappointed. I'm glad I've never seen it, and I don't plan on it. It's yeah, not a I don't recommend it, unfortunately. So. Well, I googled movies about scientists coming out, and for some reason the first movie that came out was Jurassic Park, so... Well... That's a movie about the best science. The best kind of science. <laughs> the only science that matters. You're, you are... Incredibly excited for that movie. I, I, I never see you get excited for movies this often. Well, when, you're when you Addison. give me Spielberg quality again, but a guy riding on a quad with Velociraptors riding around him. They were definitely they were you, escort, they were escorting yeah. him. They weren't chasing him. They were no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, I, you have given me. I want it pretty much. Okay, like, literally, <laughs> Man, that moment the... is he's like riding on the motorcycle, and one of the raptors comes by, and he's like, "Clever girl." Well, because it's just awesome. Just like, I mean, obviously, it wouldn't happen that way. They would kill him and then go do whatever <laughs> they, they would. <laughs> they would pick him apart as he rode the motorcycle yeah, and yeah. continue on their way. They're trying to make the raptors out to be like human level sexy yeah. and stuck in a reptile body. <laughs> Well, they um, they 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 sense a threat and they believe the humans can help them. Out. Well, they originally <laughs> yeah. well they they originally were talking about how um, there was going to be human dinosaur hybrids in the new draft. Well, that's the whole thing is, and I imagine that there's a similar 
backstory to these raptors where they're meant to be mercenaries. Like they're that murder they home. are genetically engineered raptors such that they have the cognition to be trained like a dolphin or a dog. And you're just like, hey, Velociraptors, go into that cave and kill the terrorists. You know, arm <laughs> them with bulletproof vests. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Send them the Velociraptor squad. Go. It'd be like that fucking like the dinosaur game from the '80s with the like the T Rex with a machine gun. <laughs> was it, was it, the one I used to play on my Apple II in fucking uh, in middle school. Yeah, there was a, literally a game where you were a Velociraptor who had a bionic laser arm. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. You could jump, and there. I remember you could go on top of this like mesa and get the like nuclear rocket launcher. And I was just like, and you had a jetpack, so I'd like fly around. I see T Rex and be like, boom! (laughs) (laughs) What was that show where they were basically like dinosaurs, but in human? Like they were like the street sharks, but like the dino sharks. And there was like the T Rex, oh, and they would go around like there's a he was the leader, and he was like orange, oh, and he was super buff, buff exactly. Super, yeah. He had like he had T Rex, so he had like three claws, exactly. Like, <laughs> what was the name of that? I don't know. And they would just like fight crime, and there's like a Triceratops, and they were just like we're like the street shark, we're like the the dino, the, dinosaur the dino shark. human shark, street, di- street dinos. Best fucking dinosaur movie ever is still We're Back. Yes, that gave me so many we're... nightmares when I was Did a kid. Just the end when the screw eyed guy dies. I don't know if you remember, but he gets eaten alive by his own, like, crow armada that it's goes with him everywhere. so long. <laughs> I still love playing Turok. Do you remember that game? I never played Turok. Dinosaur Hunter. Oh. Dinosaur. So I love those commercials, because they, they had the commercials where, like, the blood would hit the water, like, the ground, and then you'd hear oh that, like, Oh my god. dun 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 Was it called the Terrible Thunder Lizards? It, my, it might have been. I don't remember. Is there a picture? I'm trying to get one. There literally was, like, the leader was, like, a T-Rex with short hands. He was, like, yellow or orange, and he had, like, a like a, a shirt on, like, a white beater. And he's just like, oh, I'm, like, Rex boss. And then he just had a squad of humanoid, anamorphous dinosaurs that would go and... The series chronicled the misadventures of a trio of dinosaur mercenaries. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> incarceration. Incarceration. The, the prison sense. The prison senses were uh, never clarified. It's extreme dinosaurs. Extreme, extreme dinosaurs. Dino- yes. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. what it With was. The, the pterodactyl, like yeah. technology specialist, or something like that. Oh my god! I never saw that. Yeah, we're back. Was was really good. Land Before Time, all, of course, classic. Although I think I only ever saw the first three. And well, there's, there's like, like twelve, 12 of them. them. There's yeah. so many of them, but I like that movie. They still come out straight to straight, straight to DVD. Home straight movie. to DVD. <laughs> Petri, man. There was a dude who I called Petrie at one of my recent jobs, but I don't remember who it was. So because of that, that just... story. No, his name was. Um, Did he love like, tree stars? His name was like Dimitrov, and you're like, hey, no, Petrie. it was it was uh, it was the it wasn't one of my it wasn't a job as the the group that I was in. There was this guy uh, Kestrel, and for some reason we I don't know we called him Petrie, and I don't know why. So there's the end of that story. Let's move yep. on. <laughs> Oops. Um, Man, there like if you think about all the cartoons, I don't know. I haven't been watching cartoons lately, but just I was just thinking about that and like then like Street Sharks and like He Man and just all these things. I was like, all the stuff they were the some damn era, good. Dude. I don't know, and that could just be childhood tempting my view because I haven't really watched a lot of new cartoons lately. But Phineas and Ferb, the shit. <laughs> Phineas and Ferb is so good. So I don't know. I love Phineas and Ferb. All it I has know, all the all same. I know that there's a platypus there. That's all I know. Phineas and Ferb has the same kind of concepts from when we were kids. Like it's about two kids who are super fucking smart, and they just build shit all day, and they have a, a platypus as a secret agent. I just 
It's so good. It's and I thought because I remember back when it first came out, I got home from school. I was a senior in high school, and I was laying on the couch, and I was just flipping through the channels, and I get to this fucking channel. I get to Disney Channel, and I see this because the main character, like it's Phineas and Ferb, and the main character's head is just a triangle, and it's there's no way he can be as smart as he is because there's no room in his head (laughs) for his brain. (laughs) But I was like, this this looks fucking stupid this looks so dumb and then i watched it i was like oh this is so good it's so good i love it it's bringing well are there even any children. like i mean back when we were growing up like maybe it's because we were, more we were growing up growing up guys there was like gi joe there's the street mm-hmm. shocks i never watched let's say when we were sacking up yeah, when we were sacking up <laughs> but i just feel like there are a lot of like we, we there's a lot of superhero actiony like you know we're fine injustice well, same, kind of stuff. That same what? shit exists now. I don't really see it. What's Power I mean, Rangers is still on. It is. Power Rangers and going strong. Jungle Force. Fighting cocaine distributors in Colombia. Really? I wish. Oh, <laughs> but no. They had a lot of different Power Rangers. They had like what they had like Power Rangers like Super Ninjas and Power Rangers Power Star Galactic Force or like Rangers Power Rangers in Space. Power yes, Rangers where the where the main guy's body was a star yeah. with arms and legs. Well they have like Power Rangers geometric shapes go stronger, like I don't know. Well season three and four of Power Rangers was really interesting, I remember, because so you had basic Power Rangers. Then you got Power Rangers Turbo. No, it wasn't Turbo because the next Power Ranger was the the one where like the Gold Ranger appeared because Turbo was the, after that. Okay, so this maybe I'm talking about four and five then because it was that one. It was Power Rangers then the Power Rangers. Yes, I know a lot Ranger. about Power Rangers. I did love Power Rangers. And then the third season was Power Rangers Turbo. Then the fourth season was Power Rangers Lost in Space, where they they spent like the entire season literally just lost in space in this floating city. Well, no, that was the sec. That was the. F- I'm really sad. I know this. That was like the seventh one because the first one was Power Rangers. They like are in a giant like command center and they just go into space. And it's like oh. Power Rangers just like just in space, and then the one after that is Power Rangers Lost in Space, where it's like a separate version of Power Rangers, and they're trying to meet up with their Power Ranger friends. Boy, you know a lot about Power Rangers. <laughs> I actually I was young. Just okay. I was young. Just okay. I didn't even like watch Power Rangers. Oh, I loved. Okay. Pa- it's so Power dumb Rangers, now, but it was Power so Rangers, good back in the day. Power Rangers. I I don't know. I just loved the thought of a Power Ranger was just like the best idea. The thought that you could be like the superhero, but you just summoned your giant Zord. And you could just crush things. Let's see, I would just want to be in Zoids but there's, then. But there's teamwork. And this there's was before Zoids ever existed. Zoids, okay, Zoids was awesome too. Zoids was very good. Those models were the Zoids models. I wish, oh my God. I wish they came up. I, the <laughs> other, it was like a year ago, but I went on a hunt for like sequels of of shows that I really love. Just wondering if they existed. So like Zoids. So there's like two more seasons of Zoids afterwards. Yep. There's like Zoids the sequel and then Zoids the prequel. Mm-hmm. And then, but also there's like Digimon. And there's like all these new Digimon. There's like a four thousand seasons of every a season for every. I was year like so I was so happy, but then you watch them, you're like, oh man. But some of them is Digimon still going? Not anymore. But like the latest Digimon is like where so it's, it's like Digimon are like police officer pets, and so they've come to the real wild. <laughs> no, like everyone's kind of got Digimon, but the the one you follow is basically the like police force, and they use Digimon to catch criminals. So Powermon, Power like Power Digimon, Digimon and Rangers. So the this the first the Digimon, was, Digimon was good. That blew my mind the, too. I think it was the third season where they like they got the new trainers. Was that the third <laughs> the, one? Or the, the new Pokemon. The, the third one was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I love the, the third one. one. The one is that the one where they can merge together? 
No, no, that was like the fourth or fifth season. The third one was with Davis and it was Car- the, and Kyrie. Kyrie, but grown up. Kyrie was grown up, and TJ was grown up. I think yeah. or TK. TK was grown up. That movie, I, to uh, that that was one of my all time movies. Movie? The Digimon movie, yes, with the sickest '90s soundtrack Dude, ever. <laughs> the New Kids in America or whatever, like What's in America. Whoa. whoa, yeah, dude. When they had that scene where they're like. All the people were like online, and because the what's his face was like in, um, invading the internet, and it was taking over like all the nuclear missiles, and yes. so they're like, oh, we gotta save him. So like they go, they get digitized, and they like go inside, and are like, kids even supposed to understand why? <laughs> <laughs> like, why would if imagine yourself at age ten, you don't even know what a, the fucking nuclear missile is, yeah. you're just kind of like. So he's got some missiles, you say. It doesn't seem that bad, you yeah. know? It's well, more like, he's taking over the internet, that motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, like, all kids are in the world, they're, like, watching this, they're, like, and they're, like, giving him support, like, go! Like, I don't even know his name anymore, the fire... Oh. War Greymon. War Greymon, go Greymon! Oh, so there was there was Greymon? Shit, if, if, if they don't have this on Netflix, I'm gonna have to they, stream I, it. I think they do. We should watch I it and just... We it. should just watch it and just comment on it, because I love that movie. It doesn't... It doesn't Not even that, I just want to see the first season again. Yeah, it doesn't... Like I watched, movie, I watched the movie. I watched the movie. No, the words don't. I like the it. movie. It was so for me. Good. I am. Very I know. Well, I mean, they that. had the big like hair and the big eyes, but and like the skinny arms, the skinny arms the, and the, the big and the big feet. Yeah, the anon, the anatomically impossible arms. But, but the, where the, they the, couldn't the, actually. Well, they're they're all, they're they're all all themselves are pretty baller. Yeah, they're just Sora. They are. Yeah. The lead character, Kai, was Sora. Sora had bigger guns than the kids in this fucking show, though. Like, he had bigger pants, too. And Sora, yeah. obviously a bigger dick with how big his fucking goofy shoes were. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, I, the, the, that movie, the, the animation was really good. And I just remember, like, they went into the internet. And so you had, you had, uh, War Greymon and War Garurumon. was his name. But then yeah. they fused to form, like, like Mega War, <laughs> Mega War, Mom. Mom. and I had those that. fucking toys. The enemy, so they were. Was it that Satan guy from the it, first one? They, no, they got in the movie at least. They got like it was like a Digimon. It was, but it was, it was like a virus, virus. nuclear yeah. missile virus. Yeah, bomb. no, well, he got like <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a name. That would have been a name. They're very German names in that they just take the word and attach the like mon to it like not german german well so that so in germany like all the like a lot of german words when they need a new word they just combine combine three words together and that's the new word well yeah so i just think of that like that makes me think of them when you think of all of the the digimon names is they just take a very obvious descriptor for what that digimon is based off of and put mon at the end of it Cactus Mon. No, there was a virus Mon. Yeah, that, wasn't all, that wasn't all of them, because like all the original ones, like... Yeah, what is Grey Mon? Grey He's Mon. not just yeah. Grey. He's not just a Grey. I think it yeah, was Japanese, like... and it just became, like... Greymon. I'm sure Japanese means, like, dinosaur, and it's just, like, dinosaur monster. Oh, man. That show was, that show was fucking I, I really enjoyed that show. Like, to be honest, there's a stretch where I like Digimon more than Pokemon. Same and, and to be honest, I, I like Digimon, the concept, I think. The games, obviously, were, like... Digimon never got itself running in a way to make itself in well, a game sense. A good game. Yeah, <laughs> well, even just the presence, like Pokemon exploded in here, whereas Digimon like had a brief explosion and then kind of tapered off. Yeah, but Digimon just the idea of I like the idea of having just like he's your one best friend like digital creature and forever assigned to you and soul bound and with you. forever you will go on adventures Find and then. Up. I like yeah. the idea of having like a different world. Something about that was appealing to me too. Versus the, the digital versus world, having yeah. like Pokemon, the world is, like your world is Pokemon world. See, you know? that's what I want though. I mean, a like, Pokemon world. It, well, or just a world, world where if I'm going to have like a Digimon, I want it to be in my real life. 
I don't want but it see, to be like I come home from work. I'm like that sucked into the matrix. Yeah, like dot like, <laughs> hack. Yeah. Like the, the 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 thing about having a digital world though is that if you are a computer scientist in that world, you are a fucking god. You because you could just because it was literally like the digital world was programmable. Like, and I remember there was some kind of story arc where there were people who were like controlling the digital world by like programming it and stuff, but. It was it was really good. The first season, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so the bad guy's name was Dio, Diaboromon. Yeah, but I think they're trying to make it Diablo Diablomon. I think that's what they're Diabolo trying to get to. Diaboromon <laughs> because there's no like L's and like friggin' you know Asian languages. Diaboromon. Diabolo-man. But he was a Digimon that got corrupted by a virus, and so he yes. became like this mutant <laughs> Diaboromon. And he was super this evil. Guy right here. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, that's the guy who's in the first season but it's his weird like next form i'm pretty That's sure i think it's no because the first one the first season they go there Sephirothmon <laughs> there was a dude who there was like this evil digimon who sat atop a massive mountain well yeah but he was, was like, like a, i must kill the digidestin like well he was a satan though he looked like the there devil. was there was like a satan mon yeah. i think so and how how shitty must this guy like because look at all these there's apocalyptamon and there's myotismon whatever there's a couple of find the find the original guy from season one i'm curious about what that dude's name was because i remember him very distinctly he had he had like he was purple and red and he had big horns and like huge claws and he had like a an eye patch like a half metal face. Yeah, he was he was like the Phantom of the Opera, Mon. <laughs> <laughs> in three piece sang to Mon. <sighs> What's in digit he came? Da, 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 da. This guy. Yes, that's that. Di- yeah, that's him. Yes, that's him. That's him with his super arms. I don't even know what his name is yet. And they like and they fought him. So they spent all this time going to the mountain. I remember to fight this dude. They fight him. They his lose. Name, his name was literally just Devilmon. Was it? It yeah. was Devilmon? Just, or oh, Dev- Dev- Devimon. Devimon. They, like, fight him, and they lose. Oh, my God. Sorry. Do you remember the monkey? Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Edimar, yeah. The DJ monkey boss? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was evil. He was evil, he yeah. He was like, what's up, cool cats? He's like, murder you. I'm going to rap myself. Rap, rap, rap. Going to beat you with my beats and my, God. like, Diddy Kong moves. But he, yeah. So he... Like they fight him, and then I just remember Patamon was like the runt po- or the runt Digimon turns into an angel, yeah, fucking angel, and then it was fucking like dating Gatomon, who turned into the female angel or whatever. They had like a weird connection because TK and Kyrie <laughs> were with fucking like it's not Kyrie, it was Kari. It's Kari, Kari, because yeah. Kyrie was from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, like, <laughs> I met a chick named Kyrie once, I like a real Kyrie girl. Too, yeah, that yeah sucks. she was super hot. Do you have blonde hair? No, I don't think so. Dun, I don't remember dun, her name. That's <laughs> stuck in my head. Power now. Rangers, the shitty guitar room. Dude, I even love the like Green Ranger and he had his dagger. No, no, no like the dragon. Yeah, his, he, his he dragon summoned sword. Dragon Sword. Oh, that, that would was be Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, that was literally Godzilla. That would fuse with the Tyrannosaurus Sword or whatever the Red Ranger Sword. Um. I just, all I remember with Power Rangers because I watched like the first three episodes of it of the very first season and it is so nineties like everyone uh, looks yeah when horrible. one of the characters is the typical like 
grunge guy who's got the long hair and the leather jacket. He's like, well, I'm a bully, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, and their weird bully music that was like... <laughs> like <laughs> well, it's like... No, 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 no. They like... Yeah, it was. It was like... Well, do you know why? So those guys weren't in the original show. So like... Yeah, they were added for them. Well, no, because so the Yellow Ranger is actually a guy. So in the Japanese... Because basically all they did was they took the Japanese Power Rangers and then just edited it so the the... In Japan, the Yellow Ranger was a dude. That's why he like the Pink Ranger has a skirt. Yeah, but, but the, the Yellow Ranger one doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. So even though in America they gave they made it an Asian person, an Asian like one all the fight it. scenes were filmed in Japan and they just imported them. All over the fight the scenes, all of, all of the um, Zord scenes, literally, literally it was just like, hey, we're chilling at like the school cafeteria. And it wasn't like, story scenes. It yeah. Was Japan. So, and everyone just looked like they looked 90s. fucking awful. The nineties was. Very bad. That's Kyrie on the right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't think that's her. I like I met that when I say I met a girl named Kyrie, I met her like eight years ago. So I remember and weird story about that. So I met her because um and this is totally non sequitur, but it is a really weird story. So I met her because uh I was on choir tour in, in California and she went to Mountain View. And Mountain View's choir was on tour with us, and we all were, like, doing things together. We went on a boat cruise. Doing things together, air quotes. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, air quotes, uh, doing things together. Choir Whoa. tour, the voice equivalent to band camp. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was. But um, we were, we went on a boat, on, like, a boat cruise, just, like, sailing around, like, a marina in California. And I met, I met her, and I was like, oh, like, she's, like, really cool. And we were dancing together and stuff. Well, she has an older sister whose name escapes me now. TK. No. But she <laughs> she has an Sora, older sister. Riku. And she um and I took her older sister out a year prior because I had met her at a different choir function. So I took her on a date. So incestuous. <laughs> Awkward. And, so, pools and I actually people. met this Kyrie chick at her sister's house when I picked her up. And then I ran into her on the boat. We were like dancing, having a good time. And so she I was like, What's your name? She's like, Oh, Kyrie. And I was like, Oh, like, that's really great to meet you. And so I told her my name. And she was like, wait, what's your last name? I was like, Shackleford. And she's like, I think you went out with my sister once. And I was like, oh, uh, no. turtle. And I still tried to make it work, but I couldn't. So. <laughs> oh, Steve. Dog and persistence. Just that music. No, 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 no. Wow. Oh, what man. circus music. My uh, reputation preceded me, unfortunately. Across schools. <laughs> oh, Steve. Back in the day. So let's talk about Dragon Age. Okay. Because I... Just got through what I essentially feel is the prologue of that game, where you got the Skyhold. Yeah, yep, I got Skyhold. That's okay. kind of where I'm yes, at. You're so. done with the prologue, and it was very, um, it was long. Yes, that, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, like that whole portion was still. I, I'm only 25, almost 30 hours in, and I just finished like the prologue. But I like how once you get there and like you, you're they're trying to figure out what to do. They start singing that song. I know. That's like, the dawn will come. And it gets like super... Well, it's basically the intro song, yeah, too. I got like a little a little emotional. I was like, all right, this is like... They they stirred it, something it was, within me It was there. weird. It was half parts for me. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? And the other part were like... Because you're like, you're taking your band. we got to find you a new Israel. Like, you know, try... And then he's like... They don't even know what's there. But Souls is like, I think you should just... Keep going. You might find something cool. Skyhold. No, 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 no. Just no, no, yeah. no, no. We we may. I don't know if we'll know because not, not all three of us play mages, but um, or no, I we all play human mages, right? Like the sword that you never get, even though. Well, there's the sword, but no. So all three of us are human mages. I wonder what happens if you play an elf mage. Do you just Same. know where Skyhold sure. is? 
Or does Solus have this, to this tell is, you this everything? Is an, can I, I assume Solus has been there. Yeah. That's why he knows where it is. Yeah. Or I don't think... I think it's like... I don't even know what it is. Like, does it ever explain, like, what Skyhold is? It's, it's a fortress it's in the literally just like... It used to be to the be... seat of power from some... It was an elven, though? Was it an elven seat of power? I don't know. I, That's, is that what I, I know who I have to talk to in Skyhold to figure that out, but I haven't Well, yet. It's funny because, like, they're like, yeah, let's set up supplies... I was like, based on the, the, the movie cinematic sequence of you guys traveling for days through, like, Tundra Wilderness, I'm surprised that you can get, like, a caravan out of here into, you know... Well, I'm also yeah. surprised that they... that you... Like, when because when you look at Skyhold on that last scene where you, like, see it, it's on the top of, like, a cylinder mountain. I know, and there's, like, How a bridge across the... the <laughs> bridge. Well, there's, like, a bridge across the chasm. Many people died. Oh, and can, can I go this other? Something that really annoys me is whenever you go into Sky, so like whenever you got to Haven and then got on Skyhold, at least my guy, his like pajama pants are just horrendous. His like default like I'm not in battle gear. You, do you guys don't have, you have those? Do you have the white everyone. ones with the with the red with the ruby studs? No, it's like brown. They're like brown. It's like a brown onesie. My guy literally wears a brown onesie and walks my, around. My dude has like a royal shirt and pants, yeah. but they're like cream colored. Yeah, like that's, a well, no, that's white and with, got with like ruby. I copper things. No, my yeah. thing's the same thing. It looks like a onesie to me. Like it's it, not. It's it not. doesn't. It look, looks way better it, in cream. I don't know. You. My thing. My thing looks retarded. I, I have to Maybe show you. Maybe it's based on your skin color or something. It could be. Ours is. I could be my thing. My it just looks like every time he goes to the war. Every time he goes to the war room, I'm like, you just look stupid. Like so that that presentation. They're like, we are gonna make you Inquisitor and they give you the sword. I'm sitting here and going, I look like I just woke up out of bed and rolled out my pajamas. Thank you. Going back to sleep. How does this happen? Yeah. I will say. I thought that was pretty epic though. Skyhold is bullshit in that you can't fade step anywhere in there. And Mm. I hate running around. Yeah, you can't fade step. Well, that's how stuff in Haven was. But it was small enough, I think you could just. Well, it was small enough, it was okay because it was like um, a 30 second run. But in Skyhold, when I need to talk to. Cassandra and Bull and Cole and Blackwall and buy stuff in that area and go to the Undercroft and go to my war table. Like, the fact that they don't have a fast travel point right in front of the war table door is fucking stupid. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. Because I go yeah. there all the time. Yeah. yeah. Why do I have to walk through the same fucking four doors that stop me at each door walking <laughs> yeah. forward? This, Dragon Age is very poorly designed. Dragon Age is really is a really good game, but there's a lot of fucking holes. There are a lot of holes in that game. Like, like the gameplay, the they've actually improved the gameplay a lot. Like, it's a lot faster and more visceral. I feel like so it's more enjoyable. Um, but like, just like the basic stuff, like movement. Like, your guy moves super slow. Like, it takes him forever. Like, a lot of games, when you just need to run somewhere, you start running. But they try to do, like, a more realistic movement, like, uh, movement animation. So you start slow and then you run. That's but every time... Horse. Well, but every time you, like... Well, yeah, if you have the horse, you just press the shift key and charge forward with speed lines automatically. Oh, I, I guess that's never bothered me about but it. But, like, so. when you turn around... Like, I hate when I have to turn around because you have to be like... Yeah, you're like... you're like, And, like, you, like, stop, slide a little bit, and then run in the opposite direction. I think that's nitpicky, to be honest. It is. It's, that, it's that, like, small that's stuff. That's never really bothered me. But... Like, wait until later when you get to the big problems, like, where I'm at right now. <laughs> I, I am disappointed with how much the PC version crashes. It'll just crash in the middle of cutscenes. I no have reason. never had a problem in single player with a crash, not once. Really? Only in multiplayer, and only because Fortune was open. Yeah. I once I get started, never crash. My problem is getting the goddamn game. It's started. probably you probably need to get a new driver. That's I just updated my drivers like two days ago. Oh, I might need to do it again. It but, could just be lowering your settings too, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any lag though. It just like I'll be it's playing a cutscene and the cutscene will just be like, It's time. 
it, like the game will just be like, I'm going to shut down now, and it just crashes just to desktop. Hard. Yeah, that's what happens to me when I'm playing multi. It's, it's like, just a hard crash to desktop. That no happened to me, but that was because no, my CPU is overheating. Yeah, maybe. You need so my game, auto, like, your does, CPU or your GPU? CPU. Really? Yeah, so that's why Aston got me that fan. But it doesn't happen with any other game. I, that's only ever happened with that in Battlefield 4 for me. Interesting. It's an EA. It sounds like an EA problem. Then. Could it's be not everything. Before. But EA basically, the CPU, problem. my CPU is overheating because it's trying to do too much. And they both use Frostbite, so it could just be like there's too much processing power going on here. My computer can handle it, or it can handle it, but it's heating up. And I have a stock fan. Do you have? Like, yeah. Do you have a stock fan? Yeah. So I have a stock fan. Get pay the thirty and bucks. So, to get yeah, and fan. so we'll it basically it like you. your computer to protect itself just shuts itself off. Like it'll cut. Can, oh. Well, my computer doesn't shut. Not, down. not the computer. I meant, I meant it'll, it'll cut the application that's causing like, me. Oh, this is causing me to be at one hundred percent and like one hundred and ten. That happened. See, I get an error message. It's like the it's like the driver failed and did not recover DirectX eleven error or something. You know what you that's... need to do to fix that? Is go on fucking subreddit. I will tell you that right now. If you are ever having a problem with the game, go on the goddamn sub because someone's already figured that. Yeah, out. probably. <laughs> I, that's how I figured out that Origin was the thing that kept fucking. Ruining my multiplayer experience. Because yeah. everyone's like, oh, you're having that happen too? And then one guy's like, oh, well, I don't have Origin in game on, so I, and I've never had a crash. And then every every person in that thread was like, that fixed it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is it is a, a phenomenal game. Like, it's the, the story. Wait until later. The story is sick. Like, I was not expecting what happens, like, once, like, what happens to Haven and everything when uh, Corypheus comes up and just wrecks it. Shows up. Yeah, like, spoilers if you've not gotten there yet. But, I mean, yeah, like, when you're just like, oh, like, because you go and you close the breach. I was like, oh, I guess, like, is it over? Game over. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm 30 hours in. And then it pulls, like, a fucking avatar, like, where you, where you're, like, half the, the fucking James Cameron avatar, where you're, like, halfway through and you think it's over, but it's like, nope, this is just the beginning, Corf, like, Corypheus or whatever. Did you, did you do up. the mages or the Templars? Oh, mages. So did you do, like, the, the scene, the past scene? We all did mages, so we all basically... So you told me you did Templars. No, I ended up doing the mages. Traitor! <laughs> I'm like a traitor. No, because well, I've, I've always done the mages, and yeah. I always sympath- And this time I'm a little less, I was a little less sympathetic with the mages just because... The fact that they would like even go to Devinder just pissed me off. You know, like in all the other games, I the, didn't. I, they were the problem with those. They were fucking stupid and didn't realize what they that's, were what, that's what I'm saying. But like that's just your mages. You shouldn't be stupid. Anyways, so it pissed me off. In the other games, the Templars are like legit. I mean, they're dicks. To, like when you go to Valrio, the Templars are like, "We gotta go away now." They knocked an old lady no, out. I know. I agree. <laughs> so they're dicks, but like I enjoyed killing them. I don't know. They were. They, I've always sided with the mages in all the first games because to me, there's a very clear like. I just feel like the Templars are impressing the mages, and it was very yes. clear they'd be, they'd pa- they went past that line, and the mages, blah blah blah. So I was like, yeah, maybe I should do Templar. But then, because your option is also to tame the side that you you can tame a side versus freeing them, right? Because you could choose the mages, but then be like, you're our slaves, them. make yeah. them the circle slaves. So that's also a very Templar thing. So I was thinking maybe I'd go to the Templars, but just slave, slave them, them that's so, what that, I'm do my next so that they are be basically road. are forced to become bodyguards to me. But I <laughs> mage killing bodyguards exactly. Mage. But at the end of the day, I was like my my need to save my brethren and be a mage it overwhelmed. So I ended up being mage and save them. So yeah. and then you do the whole like I go back and like or go into the future or whatever. Is there a way to save Alexius, or does he die no matter what? The no, you save him. I did and not. 
You killed him? I did not choose to kill him, but Le- Le- Leliana fucking murdered him. Oh, in the future. In the future? In the future. Yeah, you need to play That was really creepy, too. She was, like, demon ghoul. Like, I've got no skin on my face. She was like, so old, looked like, well, just fucked she, up. Well, they like, were being they, magically they, tortured, they tortured by Red her, yeah. For yeah. Well, no, just, well, she just got tortured, because the other guys didn't look old. They were just like, I'm being drained of my life force, and it goes into this room. I got red eyes. Yeah. <laughs> she looked particularly... She was, like... she had been, like, particularly tortured. She'd actually been tortured. Well, because she is the spy master. Yeah. The other ones were just being chained and their life force was being used to create the Red Lyrium. And she was like, she never broke, never told them anything, and then after they freed her, wouldn't even talk to, like, to the main character about anything. He was just like, he's like, what happened here? And she's like, she's like, don't fucking talk about it. We have to kill them. She just had fucking murder in her well, heart, man. It's, she she like sees a the chance yeah. to avert that future. I mean, the same way. Billy. Well, even she says, though, like, now she's like, this future doesn't change, you know? Like... Well, it her, depends her, her on own. your physical. Yeah, 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 your, yeah. But yeah, it depends on which theory of I've got like a really soft spot for Liliana because she was like in my main party in Dragon Age. Did um, you romance her? Could you? Have was, she, was, she in, was she in two or one? One. I actually started to romance her, and then I got with Morgan. I got with Morgan because it changes the entire ending for the first yeah. game. Really? And also, changes oh, yeah. Dragon Age Inquisition yeah. considerably. Morgan. So. I, well, at first I was like, man, I like like Morgan's man. Like I like Leon, and then I basically got romantic with both of them, and they made me choose, and I chose Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I. Well, then I was like, this is unacceptable. I know that, like, you know, I'm trying to romance Cassandra right now, and every time she just gets really pissed. Well, that, you're probably she, not. That sympathizing cha- with her, the Chantry or yeah. the Well, you, you have to, right like, now. she she doesn't like being romanced early until you become, like, good friends with her, and then yeah. she likes it. So, like, I'm at the point where, like, you Well, get no, her... you always have to choose a romance option if you want to have yeah. a romance with her. Yeah. It's the, the things, things you Josephine say around that. The sad, yeah. sad Josephine. <laughs> she, like, yeah, but I... I think I'm at a good point with her because she, I'm getting her like Varric's new book. I don't know. I thought they did... That's, a... that's like, the first... Cassandra, I think they did a really good job. I... I think they did a really good job with Cassandra. I don't know. I feel like she's like a really well-rounded character. She's yeah. the only person... Like, I, I just got you to see, this point, spoilers, where you get to pick the next Divine for the Chantry, and it's one of a lot of people. Yeah. But obviously, Cassandra and Liliana are choices because they're the... Right, her, right, and right left. left hand. Yeah. And, like, the when I learned about this and I went to go talk to them, I had two very different conversations. I had the conversation with Liliana where she's like, wouldn't that be nice? Hmm. And it was like three speech things and then gone... And then when I talk with Kendra, it's like a five minute, like, let me get all your viewpoints about this. What would you do differently and all this? It's like, obviously the choice that the game wants me to make is pretty yeah. clear. Well, it, I don't know. They just did a really good job fleshing her out. And she's like a character that, you know, she comes across and she's really, she's really tough and thick skinned and she has her very viewpoints. But then you like realize that like the more you fight with her, she's actually pretty like open to a lot of different things, even though she's still ingrained, you know. So I don't know. I thought it was. I thought they did a good job. Some well, of the characters I mean, when she are little... meets you. She's like, "You're a fucking mage, and you do you, do you cause this?" And then she says, "I think you should be the leader of the Inquisition." Like, well, she's kind of like your main supporter she throughout the game. Games. You know, like I, I don't know. I thought once you close the breach, you, she is on that dick forever. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, she's she's one of the few because you've got Cole and Liana and Cassandra, and they're the ones that are. And I guess Josephine, they're the ones that are like your crew of like leaders, right? She's the only one of the leaders that is can be in your party and really interact Which with you. Which is a shame. And so, therefore, I feel speak. like you get a much more well, well-rounded view of her. Whereas, like, some of the characters, like, I feel like I don't... I don't know. Like, Solus to me... It is... I will tell you right now, it is 
100% about how much time you spend with them. Because I just did one of Solus's companion quests, and it's actually fucking awesome. Yeah. And there's a lot I could say about how cool Solus is. If only I was further along. But if game. only you guys were both further along, because yeah, yeah. there's a lot to Solus. Yeah. Oh, I use I have Solus in my party, so because I was yeah. debating him or the or you know Dorian. I don't like Dorian. Dorian is too I like Johnny this, Depp. I like his flair. Just a gay guy. Yeah, you can only romance him. A gay wizard. You literally can't romance him unless you're a male. You can't romance him unless you're a male. Like, he literally is legitimate. Josephine's bi, Sarah's a lesbian, Dorian is gay, Iron Bull is anyone. Like, even race, like, some of them have racial preferences, too. Yeah, like, Solus, you can only be a female elf. Because he's a racist. And then, uh, Cassandra's <laughs> dudes only, Black Wall is chicks only, and Colin is they, chicks only. They, you, you romance Cole? Cole? Colin. Oh. Cole? Colin. I don't know about yeah. Cole, actually. Can you, I don't think He's so. like a spirit, like, oh. Well, well is he? I guess. You he's got a stupid his, fucking head, <laughs> that's do, for sure. He's got, the, companion, he's got the crazy eyes, that's what he has. He has the crazy eyes. I am glad that I only have to deal with that hat in, like, the downtimes when I don't really talk to him. I turn all the hats off. I think they all look stupid. I turn them all off too. But I'm like sure maybe in, one day they'll get a cool hat. But for now, they all look. Ridiculous. I have the problem off, but is in like when super he, official cutscenes cut and yeah. stuff. When you're like at Skyhold, he still has his. Fucking hat. <laughs> he has. Yeah, he doesn't. But that's well, his hat is part of his player, his character card. Like his, the shadow, it's like him and this fucking mushroom hat on top <laughs> of his head. Like, which one is that? Is that the one where he's stepping over the black chasm? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. he an assassin for you yet? No, I just I haven't even really yeah. got him as a, he's not an official member of my party yet. He's, I kept him real strong. Yeah, I'm probably gonna replace him with Varric, which is unfortunate. I'm probably gonna replace Varric with him, which sucks because I really like Varric. But I was gonna. I'm probably, gonna I'm probably just, doing the same thing just because I need just my party composition. I've got Cassandra who's in the front, and then I've got Varric, Solus, and me. And we're all like back here, like that's whenever every dragon battle I fought once I wised up was Cassandra, um, Cole, Solus, and me. Yeah, and that just. Because I'm, I crafted stuff for Cassandra such that she gets hit or hit someone, she has thirty percent guard, so she'll like hit a dude a bunch and then get hit and get all her guard back. And then Cole is just he has two like four hundred DPS daggers. Yeah, like, he's just fucking. I find dag- I find DPS daggers freaking. I don't know what daggers are the are the strongest weapon in the game by a wide wide margin. Like yes, I don't know but, I don't know if that was like on purpose. But well, it was because when you're an assassin, you have no health. Yeah. When you're a rogue with two daggers, you die very quickly. Yeah, that's so. probably true. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in my party and replace uh, replace Varric with him and then spec him like two dagger assassin. I well, like, what I would do is just love 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 him up and let him auto level, and then once you unlock assassin for him, uh, respec reset him, him yeah. because okay. he'll dump all of his points into the assassin skills because they are way better. Like there's there's one of the skills where it's like you hit somebody out of your sneak instant critical. If you kill someone with that, you instant recast the spell. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's super awesome. So if you auto level, if you reset them and then auto level them from the reset, they'll be smart about it. Well, automatically. That's what happened with Solus for me. I can't speak to anyone else because Cole was. I I didn't fuck with anyone else's shit. I only did Solus because he was. I was already the guy who had all the different types of spells. I wanted him to be more focused. Yeah. Yeah. Is um. So once you unlock your specialization, can you respec and put all of your points into your specialization? If you want to, that's what I ended up doing for okay. Night Enchanter. Specifically to get my infinite mana combo. Yeah. 
because their their thing that gives you barrier per hit is like the most lower left passive in that tree. And I was only up to like the first three yeah. passives and abilities or whatever. And I was like, well, I don't need as much stuff in fire. I'm not using all this, whatever. So I just like. I mean, are you. My, I don't know. I really enjoy. You probably don't experience this, but I really enjoy meeting Hawk. I liked that too. Even though I, even though I only played like the, like a little bit of DA of uh, Dragon Age Two and didn't really like it, I thought that was cool. I did, my I only problem though was that I so I I spent all the time to make him look like my old Hawk, and then like I freaking didn't save for some reason. I reset it, and so I was like, oh, I don't want to do this again. And so now he just looks like generic like Hawk with bushy beard and black hair. I have him as generic Hawk, and I realized I should have made him look like you. Because that was my opportunity to put you guys in the game. And I was like, I should have made him look like Addison, and then the next person comes up, I'll have him look like Ken. He's the only other. Uh, yeah. He's the only person in the game you get to change. But it was really cool. Just I like I like that. Just you know, just because we have played the other game, so it's really cool to kind of see your decisions affect. You have know, you everything. done? Do you the... ever find is Morgan in this? Morgan's in this game, right? Oh, yeah, I oh, just I'm got her with her child, Halamshra. Only if you did Dao right. Well, I based I just my game and I. You know, yes, but, and we had well, you could romance her and have a kid, but depending on the decision you make at the end of the game, which one was that? When you choose to either sacrifice the child to oh, stop no. the archdemon, or yourself, I or knew. other, I let the child leave, so he'll be there. Yes, I want to see my <laughs> see what I have, see what, what I brought. Yeah, you see, there's a lot of faces that come back. I yeah. Alistair died in my Dragon Age Origins, so and I got Stroud. Oh. Alistair, so I had Alistair and What's-Her-Face Mary, and the daughter of the guy that's now the Grey Warden, the, the asshole that, who was, Logan. So I had Logan's daughter and Alistair Mary, and they became king and queen. And so actually, they, when, like, Redcliffe got taken over or whatever, like, they were the ones that came in and, like, were like, we're, I'm Alistair and I'm the queen and we're kicking you out. But, yeah. It's kind of cool seeing them, but you can only talk to them. Enjoy Hawk, because he, he can not be around for long. So, Conceivably, he might not be around. There for are long. choices you can make that have. I'm very curious to see what the repercussions for them are because they seem like a pretty big and bad thing to do to somebody. So, the, um, which is why I'm glad I had Stroud because I don't have to make that choice. It's not even a choice. What do you mean, um, Alistair and my Dao? Since I didn't finish the game and I just like didn't do as much scrutiny as I could have on the keep thing, he's dead. But when you meet Hawk, one of the missions that you do for him is to meet whoever's, like, the lead warden yeah. at the mm-hmm. time. So who's that for you? For me, it's a guy called Stroud. Oh, see, mine's Logan. Yeah, so I kept him alive. Be Logan, it I, could be Alistair. Because I forced Logan, I forced Logan to join the Great Wardens, because he's, like, sort of the bad guy in the original one. Well, and sort of. Sword, it's not, he's not, but, like, he tries to take power, and so I fight him, and, like, I beat him, and basically I force him to become a Great Warden to make up to make amends for all of the crimes he's committed by destroying the Order. Yeah, for, and, and also, you know, murdering the king. Right, there's all that <laughs> stuff. But, so basically he becomes a Great Warden, and so I actually have to find him, so I think that's really cool, you know? Yep. And, and Alistair, I made him the king. interesting choice. And Alistair hates me, so that's okay. I just, uh, my the favorite, he hates the Inquisitor? Well, not me, the Inquisitor, but me, the friend that made him become king because he didn't want to be king. Oh, you mean Hulk? Uh, Whatever Grey Warden, Warden, yeah, the hero Ferelden. This is yeah. You don't get to meet them in this one. My favorite, um, my favorite. The thing I love about these games is that these kinds of conversations come out of them. Because I remember hearing a lot of those conversations when Mass Effect Three came out, Um, like people talking about how, like, how different their experience can be. So, like, yeah, it's interesting how different can be with the same content. 
right? Yeah. Everyone's well, it's funny because we're all the same shit. stuff. Yeah. It'd be more interesting if we all it doesn't mean different because we could discuss on how everything changed. But like the know, art generally stays different. the same, but certain things are very become like they they're very different, right? Like like um, like the whole arc of the story is the same, but like how like how, what, you, how you dealt with Hawk. Well, might be different from the way that we deal with it. Well, even like I we all chose the mages, but kind I, of I'm, doubt it. I'm interesting. This I'm interested to see what you know. If I were to do a playthrough again, if I ever got more time, would be see what the Templar, you know, to decide with the Templars to basically so do the reverse storyline of everything. I'm Plus, I really have slave those Templar bitches, <laughs> make them out. Yeah. Although my only fear then will be, well, how do I stop a Tevinter that has the whole? Major I was going to say the mage cobble behind him. Like, yeah. How do they? Um, I mean, is, are do the Templars have any redeeming qualities? Because they really, it doesn't seem like that. They like, are they do. magical bastards. They just aren't worth it. They like, seem like they don't. They don't. They're seem good to at me, killing mages. It, yeah. it, depa- it depends on what you think. Like in the second game, like, it depends on whether you're authoritarian or you like democracy. Well, in the first game, I kind of felt like there were no redeeming qualities to the, uh, to the Templars. Like really, yeah. there really weren't. In the second game, you uh, you meet with some of the Templars, and they're... Well, your brother becomes a Templar. Your brother... No, my brother became... Carver could become a... He can, he, he become, can become a Templar. I made right? him become you a did? Templar. I was like, you fucking... Carver bitch. became a Grey Warden for me. <laughs> I didn't even have that choice. I got to the, to the, the time skip point, and I was just like, I... You have... I've tried my hardest to be nice to you and friends with you, Carver. I don't give a shit about you anymore. <laughs> Go become a Templar. You can't kill me. Uh, yeah. I am way stronger uh, than you. Well, so I made him a great I made him a great warden. And that's why like my hawk is like I know anyways. Um but there's a there's a guy, I forgot his name, but he was like one of the knights and he's a Templar and you like you went you helped him out a lot and he was actually really cool. Look, so. no, there are good Templars in in uh Dragon Age two, but in Dragon Age three there aren't. I, I think the big thing is like <laughs> they're all I don't know, led by like, a bad person. I think they are led by a bad person, but you even see like that one guy that kind of questions and he like comes to your side. Like, and Colin was the Templar, mm-hmm. you know. And I think Colin he still shares a lot of their views, but he's like a good person, you know. It's just like the person is kind of comes down to the same thing. The person in charge, the person in charge of Templars is a huge dick, and he's feeding. I think the theory is that he's feeding all his Templar red lyrium, so they're going crazy. That's yeah. causing them to be crazy. Whereas like if they would taken their normal blue lyrium, they'd be okay. You know, just as the, the mages got good slave. old magical crack. Yeah, does red lyrium is it more powerful than blue lyrium? More yeah, powerful more and guaranteed to corrupt madness. The shit out of you. Yeah, those mon those. So I see one because I play the multiplayer, but you see those when like Corfus was attacking. You had those like monsters that were like they look like the bottom half was like a Templar and the top half was like just like a yeah, demon beast. Those, those, those are arms. those are yeah. Templars that like, morphed into demons based on too much red lyrium. Yep, y'all, you see them way more than. <laughs> After Skyhold, have fun because they're in every area. Yeah, I still haven't even fought the first dragon yet. I saw the dragon because he and, was I, and I ran away. And, no, the hinterlands. You never meet the dragon. In hinterlands? I have not seen the dragon in the hinterlands. Yet. I ran into him He's and I was in like, the upper right. I was the well because oh, you don't want to spoil the map. And I was like, I need to get to like Red Cliff. So I was like, I'm gonna go north. I'm gonna oh dragon, gonna run away, gonna run away. Gonna I might be able to right now. Uh, almost twelve. You probably kill him. I might be able to kill him. I'm He's like, 13. I am 12. Oh, yeah, and I'm on hard mode, so that probably wouldn't that be probably kill him. You will go back and kill them. Can you change? After. I might. I almost want to change my... Like, it's just you way, can change your difficulty. way too easy. You right can change now. your difficulty. I am just... I slaughter things. Like, I was in the marshes and those zombies keep spawning, you know? Yes. And literally, I would just want... I just... Nah, this is not even worth it. They suck on hard, although you probably... You might be over, over-leveled for them anyways, but... I, well, I've already on hard there, mode, yeah, it was but, like... Never ending way. Yeah, just, it was. Just, they would just spawn all the time. You're just walking, and you're like trying to go somewhere. And they're like, and they just keep fucking spawning, and you have to kill them. And then one spawns behind you and gets fucking flanking damage and kills your entire party. See, one archer. I, 
I they get real hard now. Like where I'm at, it's it was easy for a time, and then now like when I'm fighting only red Templars, and I can't my mage doesn't do like shit damage to them. Like it'll pop up and I'll do like a two thousand damage crit, and it'll, their health will go down by like a tenth. Jesus. They're very strong. And I'm still a normal, so we'll, I'll be interested to see how M. Priest of Leon is for you. Yeah, I, I bumped my difficulty down to normal just to see what it was like, and I was like, I was way stronger in normal, so I bumped it back up to hard because I was like, I want the challenge. But there's certain parts, like when I was going through the, the marshes or whatever, that was fucking frustrating because you had to go, you go through and you activate each of the runes. Yeah, and those, those demons spawn. And the demons you. surround you. So automatically flanking for all of them, and then they just like come at you, and it's, I don't know, it was super hard. I died a lot there. Like every every time I would activate one of those runes, my party would wipe because they were so fucking hard, and I'd have to go back and make sure I had all my regen potions and all my regular potions. I don't use the regen one. I have. Them, I use them, but I never end I up use them using a lot. them. Yeah, because I have twelve normal potions. And I have them super upgraded to where they heal like bull to health. I get to find the like root that I need to get that freaking upgraded. Which one? For this the generic potion. Which root is that? I have no clue. High elf. The high el- the high elf root. It's just like yeah, the, super duper elf weed, you the, know? Like, the, yeah, like elf Royal root. Elf Root. Royal Elf Root. Yeah, that that's what is, it is at yeah. the dragon. Oh, well, there we go. It's in the area before you fight that it's where all the dragonlings are. Yeah. But not in the actual dragon's den. So if you and I learned if you just kill all the dragonlings, the dragon flies away. So murder them. And like literally coming out to that area on the left, right at the cave entrance leading out is a royal elf room. So. It is 104. Alright. Time is up. Time is up. That was a good YOLO cast, I think. It's just too bad. Yeah. It's rambling. We only talked about like three things. but Yeah. But it was, it was more, I think got, it was more. Got pretty in depth. It was substantial. Funny. Hilarious. Alright, that is Sack Up for this week. I am Steve. I'm Addison. And I'm Ken. Sack Up, bitches. My pace is to